You and I, John, both like to be right, and I am sure it's a point of contention with the people around us. Definitely can be. Okay, so keep that in mind. In our next story, I couldn't stop thinking how frustrated I would be to be one of the disciples. It's hard, even in the small things, to not brag about being right. Yeah, it is hard. All right, welcome, welcome to to the Bible Story Podcast. We are so grateful to have you listening, whether this is your first episode or like one of many, maybe your kabajillionth episode. <laughs> That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> My name is John Drabert, and well, as you can hear, I am the pro-host. Oh boy, okay. Well, that might have gone to your head a little bit. Oh, you said it, like, <laughs> was it last week or last the week, week? before? Yep. I don't know. I. I don't think it's going to matter. That would never happen. Okay, it sure would. Anyway, my name is Braden Pohoch, <laughs> and I am here to remind the viewers and John that Prohost stands for proficient. So I guess it's okay if you break a little bit. <laughs> okay, before, before we get ahead of ourselves, a quick reminder that this, this Sunday, October 31st, 11 a.m., we are going to be live from Faith Covenant Church in Breton, Alberta. Come down and join us for this free event. It's going to be great. I feel like we got to do like a, a radio intro. Like, come down October 31st, 11 a.m. We are going to be live, 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 live. Faith Covenant Church. It's starting, starting to sound like a used car sales ad. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. Well, we could do that. All right. All right. Another time. All right. We are jumping into our story here. So, okay. I've been looking to forward to this episode for like a while okay it has mm. some really big questions and i i think that we all kind of have wondered about these things from time to time it, it is a very fun uh story and it picks up where we left off in acts from last week uh so we'll carry on this will carry us all the way through acts chapter three okay so we will continue to glean more information on the holy spirit and um I also think we see a fascinating interaction between some of the disciples and like a large crowd of people. Yep. So in Acts chapter two, last week, the Holy Spirit was given to the disciples. And remember that fire that was resting on them and they were then spoke all these different languages and it was just like this incredible mm -hmm. moment. So keep that in mind. The Holy Spirit isn't something that we can always explain. No, not at all. <laughs> good reminder, good segue right. for today. Yeah, they don't call me the pro host for nothing. Right. I forgot. <laughs> Back to the story, John. <laughs> okay. Uh, this chapter starts out with Peter and John near a temple. Uh, there was a well-known man who would sit outside of the temple and ask for help or money. He, he was a beggar. Yeah. So, okay. So he had been lame for a long time now, not as like lame in personality, but no. lame meaning his legs didn't work. He couldn't walk. Yeah. He was disabled. Disabled. Yeah. So he would sit there daily and beg for food or money. He would have been, you know, a very familiar face to many of the people who went to and from that temple uh, on a daily basis. So I'm sure some gave him small bits of what they could, mm -hmm. um, but I bet others um, simply would not notice him. He would blend in with the scenario and the, and, the, and the scene around them, and they had hardly noticed them as they went about their day. Yeah. And that happens with us, right, John? Like, there's, mm -hmm. you know, there's people, I, I know that when I'm driving in the car, and shamefully admitting this, but when you're driving in the car and there's someone holding a sign or something asking for money, like, I try not to make eye contact. Yeah. It, it, there is a, like, a, a, 
a sense of like this is feeling a little awkward yeah and that yeah. and it is not because i don't like to help people mm. or 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 wouldn't be there for someone there's just the scenario that it's like better to look past mm. which makes it's awful but yeah so <clears throat> that it, it's a really sad way to live your life like imagine that you're you're being an outcast in your own city or town and and you're relying on the people around you and you're relying on begging to actually just for your day-to-day food for your any sort of quality of life it it would not be an easy way to live it would be very difficult no the lame man was most likely brushed aside by the majority of the people going inside the temple okay so john i have a few questions for you here today oh my goodness that's fine no warning (laughs) whatever i mean thanks a lot again i never ask hard questions i'm setting you up for success here you're not going to lose your pro host title just yet okay then i'm in i'm game throw it at me i'm ready okay so uh i've recently started a master's program do you remember what that is in oh yeah i know this one um it's in psychology and business yes correct for the win for the still the pro host (laughs) okay so (laughs) on that note the psychology side of my studies i I often think as I was writing this and I've been doing lots of reading in the psychology side of things for my mm-hmm. studies, um, I, I find these interactions like fascinating between people. So think with me for a second. These people are going into, you know, a holy temple, often at set times of the day to, to worship and to praise. Um, right. And, but they're like walking right past a person in front of them, in front of the temple who needs help. Hmm. So it almost sounds like contradictory to the faith system, you know? Right. You know, and I, I do, I do find it fascinating, mm-hmm. you know, how, how different people would have interacted with this individual in different ways. Yeah. But Peter and John, uh, who were apostles on this particular day, they took note of the man. Yeah. So listen to Acts chapter three, verses four and five. I'll, I'll read it here. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Okay, so I, I love the irony here. I, I, I also think it's, it's really interesting that they had to ask the man to look at them, like as if he was, you know, maybe his head was down in shame or, or guilt, just asking for something. But so the man, the irony here, the man is expecting something, most likely though, money or food. But Peter and John were able to give him something so much more. Keep reading. Okay, this is, this is verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. The the man had been healed. He was jumping. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. He really he really went from 0 to 60. Yes. Fast. Okay, the story continues as Peter and John carry on to the inside of the temple with the previously lame man now jumping and praising God. That's right. So the crowd on the inside of the temple, you know, they had gathered and they were in awe of what they had just witnessed. And, mm-hmm. and they recognized the man who had previously sat outside the temple for so many years. And now he was, he's walking around, jumping, praising God. Like, this was astonishing. 
Yeah, Peter, here's the thing. So Peter, this is where I connect with him a little bit. Okay. Okay, so he's not really having any of it. Like the crowd had gathered and they were... Hold on. Yeah. Not having it like... Like he's not happy that the man's healed. No, he is very happy that the man's healed. Okay, okay. I, I I just got lost with your not having. One. Maybe you need to explain that. Well, I was going to, but oh. then you cut me off. Does that mean I lost my pro host by cutting you <laughs> off? We could we well can we overlook that on for this probation? One? Oh, okay. <laughs> You're I'll, a probationary I'll com- host. I'll now. come through the rest of this. Okay, so Peter, I think where I relate to him is I I see a little bit of maybe like frustration or he recognizes the crowd who are now astonished at the healing of the man. Okay. So he sees all these people. They're astonished that the man had been healed. And I think if I was in his shoes, I a hundred percent would have taken this moment. And like, we would have had a mic drop moment. And I would have said like, look, look what has happened through the power of Jesus. You guys condemned him to death which is like kind of what he does but he does it in a much kinder way that's it's still harsh it is harsh though i so you know he he kind of takes this moment and and says that he not only was he right the person they were following was right but jesus himself is who he said he was and jesus was who these people are now like astonished by who they're praising right for this man's healing so right not it's not done in a selfish way by peter but you know, there's passion behind it. Look at Peter and John's last little bit of life. Their, you know, last few months or, or however long it had been, they went from Jesus dying to Jesus being raised from the dead, then Jesus being taken up into heaven. They experienced the Holy Spirit. I can only imagine, like, that's a roller coaster of things happening. That That is a lot of, like, epic stories that you just need months and months to, like, kind of, like, digest and like think about and reflect on yeah and how could you not stand in front of a crowd who are then you know praising the god that you he knows and and the jesus that he knows and say like you guys could have could have experienced that yeah and you and by the way you you killed this guy the (laughs) god you jesus who just healed this man yeah yeah it'd be be really hard to not be self-righteous but i i think he does it in a good way like reminding them so continue on okay you know, I think, I, I, I am sure it felt good to a certain degree yeah. to say those things, but, but also in a, in a different way, Braden, I think it was probably pretty heavy. Like mm, there was, mm-hmm. like he wasn't just over it all. Like we, like you said, it just happened. Right. And so as he speaks to the crowd, he reminds them of Jesus and that they were the ones who's to sentence him to death and, and he chose to free they chose to free a criminal mm-hmm. before Jesus. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, he's, he's reminding them of the horrible thing that they had done. Yeah. And, and that they condemned a, fr- a free man to, mm. to death. I, I mean, it seems like a fair speech for him to give, but I think it would have been heavy in the fact of like, other, other than knowing that Jesus you know, he died for our sins, but it's like, there would have been a moment of like, he, he could still be here. He could right. still be, he could be the one performing these miracles. We could be praising him in person. Like I, there would have had to have been some of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the same time, I think the main point of the story isn't the lesson that 
the side point here that Peter's making, mm-hmm. but I think I think it's from what we learned from the the lame beggar who right. was healed, right? And I'm I'm really encouraged by his excitement. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool to see him going from like you said zero to sixty from from sitting and unable to walk to walking and jumping and praising God. It's, it's yeah, it's contagious almost. I yeah. was as I was reading the story and, and writing this, I was like, oh man, like this, like I was, I was really excited for this guy, and I, and then uh, you know, looking at it from a Peter and John perspective, like they performed that miracle, yeah, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit, they got to like, I wow, like yeah, just, I don't yeah. like, and and he's in the temple with all these people that have gone past him for years yeah. and years. And many people who've, who've maybe just turned, turned, their, turned away from him and didn't mm-hmm. give him anything. And he says nothing about that. He doesn't rub it in their faces. Right. He's just celebrating God's healing of him. Mm-hmm. He's celebrating Jesus. It's awesome. It's, it's amazing. awesome. Yeah. It, it, he doesn't really even give Peter or John credit. It no. really sounds like they heal him and he like runs right into the temple and begins worshiping and praising God. His life turned around in an instant. You know, he, I love it. Again, he expected something from them when they asked him to look up at them, but never, I don't think, would he have expected this. And I also think about like, you know, what did he think about as he sat outside the the, the temple walls for years? Was he mm. thinking, what did it look like? When would he be able to enter? When would he be able to, to worship God? And finally, in these moments, he was able to do so and did it. He jumped to his feet. Yeah. Like so quickly. You know, Braden, I, I'd like us to take one more look at Acts 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 5. Sounds right? good. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. You know, the man did not get what he was expecting. He got so much more and then celebrated that mm-hmm. and praised God at that moment. Uh, so it's just an amazing gift and something that would have just been life transforming. Mm-hmm. So, I, Okay, so today, here's, here is our, our application, our, our lesson for today that I, that I love and actually really excites me is we can learn from the beggar to look to God with expectation. Yeah, because it wasn't Peter who he ultimately healed the beggar. Exactly. Or John. It was Jesus Christ through Peter and John. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just imagine God saying that to us, like, look up at me. You know, mm. just as Peter and John said to the beggar, like, look at us, like, make eye contact with us. I love that. Look to God with expectation. Growth tip It is growth tip time. Oh, right. My favorite time of the day. Yes, it is. Or week podcast time. I think today, jumping off of our lesson from the story, we need to ask God for something specific. You know, sometimes it, it's really hard to pray for ourselves or ask th- for things from God, but we can look to him with the same type of expectation and, and just simply ask. Mm-hmm. You know, the expectation that the beggar had of the common people, but we can have that same expectation of God. Yeah. And and almost expect that that expectation is, is going to be surpassed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so 
here, here's the thing. Focus on one thing, one ask, you know, all week, uh, ruminate on it, you know, think about it, bring it, bring it up each time. And that thing can be big or small. Yeah. Think of it as an offering to God, bringing mm. him the desires of your heart, the things on your mind. You may not see an answer right away or, or feel resolved, but just like the beggar sat outside of the temple for so long, we can be persistent in our ask and expectation. Hey friends, be sure to share this podcast with another friend and remember to follow us on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. There is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Till next time, have a wonderful week. Hey, hey, Braden, do you have a crazy big prayer? A prayer that you could describe as dangerous? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I do. I have one of those, and, but it makes me uncomfortable and fearful, but in a good way. All right, today we're going to learn about a dangerous prayer. <laughs>